WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Governor Gretchen Whitmer presented her 2024-25 budget recommendations in front of the State House and Senate Appropriations Committee today. The main points included rolling back the retirement tax, but a majority of her presentation was appealing to parents through education. Supporting our kids is a priority for every one of us in this room. I'm confident when I say that. Literacy support from cradle to career, so everyone can learn how to read and succeed in their next grade or their next job. Some of the programs include pre-K tutoring and free school lunches, as well as higher education grants. She also covered health, public safety, and infrastructure. The budget recommendations total $79 billion and include a general fund total of $14.8 billion and a school aid fund total of $19 billion. The Michigan State Police Trooper of the Year is Detective Sergeant Ben Mahaffey of the Benton Harbor Major Case Unit. MSP Pawpaw Commander First Lieutenant Scott Ernstes tells us that Mahaffey received the honor today for the work that he did at the Pawpaw Post. He established an outreach program with the Van Buren County migrant community. A lot of times when a crime happens within those communities, because there is always that negative implication with the police, a lot of times they'll go unreported. And what this has done is this has given them the ability in those interactions and events and things like that to realize that if you are a victim of a crime, we will take it seriously. We will investigate it. The Paw Paw Post Trooper Connor Maybe also received a community service award today. While at the Paw Paw Post, state police say that Mahaffey oversaw the field training officer program for five new troopers and excelled in the field with the number of complaints that he took. He just recently moved from the Paw Paw Post to his new position in Benton Harbor. Ernstess says he's proud and the area is fortunate to have troopers who excel for the community. The FBI is now investigating the rash of school threats made throughout Michigan on Tuesday. Michigan State Police from the 5th District tell us schools received bogus threats across the state, including in Kalamazoo, Lansing, Battle Creek, and Benton Harbor. In Berrien County, the only school to be affected was Benton Harbor High School, which went into lockdown when police got a call about a shooting. There was no shooting. State Police say because it appears the hoax calls are coming from outside of Michigan, the FBI has taken on the investigation. Manufacturers in Berrien, Cass, and Van Buren counties are dealing with an unprecedented situation in terms of attracting employees. Manufacturing Growth Alliance Director Elizabeth Bernhardt says a possible recession is keeping many CEOs up at night. Some are experiencing that contraction that you'll see in the data points, whereas others are seeing record sales and growth. And yet, despite where they find themselves, they're all, it's almost unanimous, they're all proceeding with expanding their staff, expanding their operations, and proceeding with optimism and confidence. On a Conexus Group roundtable today, she said unemployment in manufacturing is down and job postings are higher. Bernhardt added most manufacturing executives are optimistic they'll get a boom in the third and fourth quarter this year and all know they have to diversify their workforce as older workers are retiring. She says one company in Grand Rapids is adding chickens to the facility to give employees eggs and will also add a garden this year while other companies are providing childcare on site and offering transportation. Water levels in Lake Michigan and Huron have been trending down for the past year or so. U.S. Army Corps of Engineers physical scientist Deanna Fielder tells us the lakes are normalizing after the highs they saw in 2020. For January 2023, the Lake Michigan Huron monthly mean water level was about six inches below last year, and we're about five inches above average. 
Fielder says less precipitation has led to the decrease. She says as weather fluctuates, lakeshore property owners and communities just need to be diligent and watch the latest lake trends. The message that we're trying to get across is being able to adapt to both these high and low water levels. How water levels change over time is directly related to the weather and hydrologic conditions we receive in the, in the Great Lakes Basin. At their peak in 2020, Lakes Michigan and Huron were at 582 feet. Right now they're at 578 feet. The all-time record for Lake Michigan was set in 1986. Heading into the spring, Fielder says the levels are expected to rise as usual as we are around the seasonal low at this time. Michigan Works of Berrien Cass and Van Buren Counties announced today they've been awarded a $100,000 grant from the Michigan Justice Fund to help formerly incarcerated residents re-enter the workforce and to work with employers to provide training for those workers. We talked with the uh, Conexus COO, Jennifer DeMud, about how important it is for those who are getting out of prison. It's critically important. You know, many times when individuals return to society after serving their time, they face a lot of barriers. One of those barriers to success is employment. DeMud says they have a pool of employers who are unaware of those individuals that need training but are eager to work. She says the grant also helps them gain insight and understanding, again, from training providers, manufacturers, and returning citizens that build programs. You can find out more with our story at WSJM.com. An effort by Holtec International to secure federal support to reopen the Palisades nuclear power plant in Van Buren County has the backing of the South Haven City Council. At a meeting this week, City Manager Kate Hosier told the council Holtec has reapplied for funds to restart the plant through the Department of Energy's Civil Nuclear Credit Program. A resolution from the council stated its support, with Hosier noting the economic effects of the plant closure. This is an opportunity for us to look at reopening Palisades, and while we are not the community that Palisades is located in, it is noted in the staff report, the letter of support, and the resolution, a plurality of the workers came from this community, and we know how the closure is starting to affect restaurants. Maybe you've noticed there's not as many that are open this time of year. Hosier also said restarting Palisades would help the region meet its energy needs at a time when emission-free power sources are desired. Plus, she said it's tremendously expensive to build a new plant from scratch. The city council approved the resolution in support of Holtec's application. Governor Gretchen Whitmer and the Van Buren County Board of Commissioners have both supported the effort to reopen Palisades. And tonight is family night at the Benton Harbor Public Library. Through 6.30 p.m., people of all ages are invited to come down to create Freedom Quilt Squares for Black History Month. Freedom quilts were used by African slaves in America to send messages on how to safely traverse the Underground Railroad network. You can learn about the history and meaning of designs like the North Star and Crossroads. Then to create designs of your own using paper cutting techniques at the library tonight. WSJM News now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture and Dwajak, where furniture shopping is fun. President Biden delivered his State of the Union address last night with a message largely highlighting how he wants to work across the aisle in the new yet divided Congress. The White House press secretary aboard Air Force One told reporters today the jeers from some Republican members did not derail the president's message. More from ABC's Karen Travers. The White House is doubling down on President Biden's comments Tuesday night about some Republicans wanting to cut Medicare and Social Security. Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre. He called out members out on live television 
uh, in front of millions of Americans and effectively put them on the defense. That's what we did. That's what the president did. It's put them on the defense. Republicans jeered the president in that moment, but he engaged right back, trying to get them to commit to taking Social Security and Medicare off the table when it comes to negotiations about spending cuts. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. The extraordinary scene of U.S. fighter jets getting ready to strike the Chinese balloon had many people along the Carolina coast straining their necks and pointing their smartphones to the sky to capture the moment of impact over the weekend. But a group of aviation enthusiasts was instead intently scanning radio frequencies for the exchanges between the pilots that would follow as an F-22 fired a missile and downed the balloon. For Ken Harrell of Somerville, South Carolina, the moment he heard the controller guiding the planes in, he knew the mission was for real. Meanwhile, the U.S. Coast Guard is continuing its search and recovery of fragments from the balloon's payload. That operation is expected to take several days. More from ABC's Justin Finch. Defense officials say that spy balloon measured roughly the size of three buses before U.S. fighter jets downed it last weekend off the coast of South Carolina. The FBI and NCIS have already begun cataloging wreckage. And Pentagon Press Secretary Brigadier General Pat Ryder says what's being recovered is valuable. This last week provided the United States with a unique opportunity uh, to learn a lot more about the Chinese surveillance balloon program. Justin Finch, ABC News, Washington. The officer who pulled Tyree Nichols from his car before police fatally beat him never explained why he was being stopped. Newly released documents show emerging reports from Memphis residents suggest that that was commonplace. The Tennessee Peace Officers Standards and Trainings Commission released documents today blasting the conduct of Demetrius Haley and four other officers as blatantly unprofessional. They include revelations that Haley took photographs of Nichols as he lay propped against a police car. Haley then sent the photos to other officers and a female acquaintance, according to the Memphis Police Department. It wrote in requesting that the five officers be stripped of the ability to work as police. In France, hundreds of farmers took to the streets of Paris to protest new environmental measures, and they brought their tractors with them, or maybe sees Ines de la Quatera at the French capital. That is the sound of hundreds of tractors driving one after the other through the streets of Paris. Quite a sight as French farmers protested new restrictions on pesticides and other environmental regulations they argue will threaten their livelihoods. Those who oppose pesticides say the products can damage soil and wildlife. Around 500 tractors and 2,000 farmers are expected to have participated in the protest. France is the European Union's largest agricultural power. Inez de la Quatera, ABC News, Paris. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky thanked the British people for their support since day one of Russia's invasion of his country and pressed for fighter jets to ensure his country's victory. Zelensky's visit as seeking more advanced weapons comes as Kyiv braces for an expected Russian offensive. Hundreds of lawmakers and ministers packed the 900-year-old Westminster Hall for Zelensky's speech. It was only his second confirmed journey outside of Ukraine since Russia invaded nearly a year ago. At a joint news conference, British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak said... The fighter jets were part of the conversation about support for Ukraine, adding, quote, nothing is off the table. This NFL season, there were several high-profile cases involving concussions. The commissioner of the NFL held his annual pre-Super Bowl news conference today and was asked about making the game safer for the brain, Morph Malik Stone. Roger Goodell telling reporters the NFL is doing a better job dealing with concussions and that, yes, numbers have gone up. He said that's partly because they're looking for more concussions and diagnosing them now. We had, I think, an increase of 17% of valuations. So if you have more valuations, you're going to have more concussions. But he said more work needs to be done to take the head out of the game, including new helmet technology to prevent injury. 
Alex Stone, EBC News. And Madonna is responding to those critiquing her physical appearance when she presented at the Grammys on Sunday night. Here's ABC's Jason Nathanson. A headline on the New York Post, page 6, declared, Fans so confused by Madonna's new face at Grammys 2023. Madonna responding to that and other unflattering comments online and elsewhere, writing in an Instagram post that once again she's caught in the glare of ageism and misogyny that permeates the world we live in. She says the close-ups taken of her by a long-lens camera would distort anyone's face, and she's never apologized for the way she looks or dresses and won't start now. She claims the media has degraded her since her career started, and she looks forward to many more years of standing up to the patriarchy while enjoying her life. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast.